Right, sorry about that. Hello. Yes, I'm back. Welcome. I hope you are all doing very, very well. Well, I say all, probably one or two listening, but we'll uh, we'll build that up eventually. Now, this week is the fifth movement from the planets. Saturn, the bringer of old age. Uh, it's quite a, um, how can I say, it's quite a, a, a yearning piece. It's very empty, very kind of voidless. Um, also, or rather, I should say it's a big empty void. Um, obviously, Saturn being the, the sixth furthest planet away from, 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 the, uh, from the sun. But, you know, it's, it's, it feels far away and it's just a bit like, it's, it's sad. It's quite sad, and also lots of nice, funky, juicy chords for us to get into, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I mean, just as a side note, some kind of words that can be used to to, to, to describe this. Um, let's have a little look here. Despairing, defeating, hollowness. Um, I mean, it starts off like that, but eventually, and I've got to say, Having look, I only I only listened to it fully recently, like about you know a week ago, shall we say? And uh, having listened to the ending, it's probably one of my favourite endings out of all of of the pieces in the planets. I, I love the ending. We'll get to that later on. Um, but yeah, it's um, quite a quite an interesting one, um, full of full of interesting details. So let's get straight into it. Um, in terms of keys, there's a couple. I mean, we're starting out in what appears, well, I haven't, I haven't actually written a key down here, but it, it's it's quite um, unclear, at least until we get to later on. Anyway, let's start at the beginning. So, to begin with, I mean, the direction is adagio, so it's slow, it's, it's very meaningful, it's, you know old, <laughs> how an old person might move, um, and there's the kind of opening motifs, it, it, it sets it sets the kind of the situation in one's mind of a, of a ticking clock, you know, sort of as time passes by, I mean, it, it's, it's quite a fitting tribute to the title, uh, you know, the bringer of old age, is, in, and you know, the one thing that never changes is sort of time always passing, um, so yeah. Uh, for the for the first, I should say, for the first one, two, three, four, five, six, for the first twenty-six bars, we've got this kind of movement where we go from straight away. We've got the tritone movement of F and B to E flat and A. It's never resolved, it's full attention, it's spooky, it's moody, it's mysterious. Full of wisdom, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, quite quite an empty first page really. And then, uh, the, the, well, the, the, the kind of original, well, the, the, there's an opening motif in, in, the, in the double basses where you've got this kind of, um, what have we got here? We've got a... Oh, it's down here, rather, I should say. 
There's a very dark undercurrent, there's a very dark opening to a piece, you know. Oh, hang on. Oh. I would probably say, I mean, those two chords there, I have written down as alternating between B diminished seven and then A diminished seventh. It's not those chords. I mean, they are diminished to some extent, um, but, you know, it's, it's very hard to tell at the moment. So. That's the kind of opening page. Um, the harps are just sort of following along with that, just creating that. So if we now move on to the second page, and again, it's just about creating this atmosphere of a ticking clock, you know. It's how one might describe the ticking of a clock. clock. Just sort of suspended in midair, you know, time at time is weightless. I'm feeling very philosophical. Don't know why, but uh, I'm talking a lot of rubbish today. So, uh, If we look now at bar number 12, we've got that initial kind of idea of... But it's now played in the upper strings and it's slightly varied in that we now have this... Sorry, that's not it. Again. Very, very simple ideas, but it's, it's very sparse. It's very sort of here and there. It's not really together as such. It's all a bit kind of, well, yes, yeah, sparse, separated, and, and not, not very kind of coherent at the moment. And then that, that kind of idea of the B to the C is mirrored in the oboes in bar 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So it's a bit of a corn response there. Um, it's just, yeah, nothing, nothing too much to talk about there. So it, the main sort of point is is to take away from it is, is sort of this here. And those notes A, F, B, G, E flat, and A. That kind of forms the foundation upon which this piece is structured. You'll see those two chords come back quite frequently, right up until the ending anyway, which I'm very excited for. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Moving on to bar 20, um, all the way up to bar 26. Now then, that idea carries on. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, and then in bar 27, that idea finishes of this. And we now finish on this chord, which is a B minor six. Or I should say, is it is it a B half diminished? I, no, it's not. I don't think it is, no, it's not. Yeah, beautiful. Minor sixes are fantastic. Very kind of jungle booky and mysterious. Um, I should also say as well that um, in bars sort of 20th orbit to 23, uh, the bass oboes and the cellos that are playing the melody, they overlap. 
it's the same melodic contour but it's, it's different pitches so you've got this kind of thing where the cellos are doing um, this melody and then the bass oboe is doing this but they overlap so very simple melody just 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 a simple two note motif but um yeah it's it's uh just about creating that emptiness that empty feeling that yearning for i don't know younger age or whatever it is they may be, they may, they may be yearning for but anyway in bar one two three four five six seven b minor six and then we have uh this kind of this this really so that that, that b minor six sets us up for the key of B minor, which is taken over by the horns, sorry, not the horns, uh, trombones in bar 30, uh, where we have this idea. So if, if we sort of on that B minor six, and then this idea comes along. Which is really like a like a like a solemn kind of kind of phrase there. So bars twenty eight to thirty seven we're in the key of B minor. However, that G sharp doesn't belong in the key of B minor, so So it deviates somewhat from the key of B minor, but it's, it's still it's still a really really ni nice kind of phrase there. Very very kind of stately and um, proper, shall we say? Uh, so yeah. Now then, that 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 kind of idea is repeated in two, three, four, in thirty-four to thirty-five, six, seven, until in bar thirty-eight, we move away from that B minor mo modality, and then we so bars sort of thirty-eight to forty, we have this kind of mood, this feeling of an A flat seven. And the melody is now in the horns and the clarinets. So, um, I mean, I can't even read horns in F. So, <laughs> God. But um, it's, what is it? That's not right, is that right? over an A flat 7 yeah that's, that should be right 
Yeah. And that A flat seven obviously wants to go somewhere. Classic, uh, the most obvious place to go. It's D flat major, which is exactly where we go in bar 41. So we've gone from B minor to D flat major. Quite suddenly as well. I mean, there's been no, there's no correlation between B minor and A flat. We've just literally gone and then just chucked an A flat seven. This really, really sweet, sweet and rich, exactly the same idea again as that. But now in D flat. That's not right. Sorry. Anyway, you get the idea. I'm not looking at bar 41 on page number 4. So we're in D flat major from bars 41 all the way to 42, 43, 44. When then quite suddenly we transition in bar 45. Uh, we've got two chords. We've got an A flat major to a B minor. Well now, I, 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 I it's not clear whether it's a B minor or not. I mean, what it actually is, is, is a C and an A flat. And to a D and a B. So I'm kind of extrapolating from that and I'm thinking that's B, a, a flat to B minor. Again, no correlation, just... And then in bar 2, 3, 4, 5, 46, again, A flat major but now to C minor. So again, in bar two, three, four, five, A flat to C minor. And then from bar, so that's in bar 47, 48 and 49 we are leading back into the original idea heard. Not the original idea, sorry. We're, we're leading into a new idea uh, from bar 52 onwards. So the the, 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 the tonal center of, of this section now is C minor. So let's just recap on that. We've hit the keys of B minor, D flat, and C minor. No relationship between them whatsoever. It's just as if he's plucked them out of thin air and gone, yeah, B minor, D flat, C minor. Oh God, right. From bar 52 onwards, we, we get a bit crazy in terms of what's going on. Just before, we, just before bar 53 actually, or oh sorry, 50, yeah, in bar 52, um, we've now, we, we've got this kind of forte, tonic and dominant of... Because of the nature of what happens next, I'm going to say we're in the key of C minor. It's very dark. It's, I mean, it's not happy. 
It's just C minor, just simple, pure in bar fifty-two. The flutes, that 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 that's the kind of well, it's it's marked as solo. So this 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 is what's what's sort of happening here, but. The chords that are followed, and I should point out as well, it's it's kind of a call and response. It's 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 a march from this point onwards. So you've got the harps that are answering the chords in the flutes and sorry, the flute and the bass flute. That's that's where the melody is, and the harps are kind of answering it with well, an answer. It's a contrapuntal texture, so which is interesting. Very march state like and sort of military. But in bar 53, you've got this uh, chord here. You've got a C minor to a B minor. 54, C minor to D. 55, E flat to F minor over C. 56, D to B minor. 57, C minor to P minor. 58, C minor to D. 59, you've got a B over an E flat to an F. <laughs> Bar 60, B, 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 over F, B over E flat to F. And then again. And you've got an A. Uh, which is, hang on, give me a second. To an A flat. A. A flat. A. E over B. So let me just go through that one more time, just sort of at, at full pace. D. E flat, F minor, D, B minor, C minor, B minor, C minor, D, B over E flat, or D sharp, F, Just a whole load of major and minor triads, really. That just keep that just move chromatically up and down. Um, I suppose, in a way, in, in a way, we saw that with with the tonality of of the keys before this. We were in B minor, C minor, and D flat major. So there's that. So yeah, there we go. Um, just just a heck of a lot of you know. Uh, similar to what we saw I can't remember now was I think it might have been was it Jupiter was it Venus we had a similar kind of idea where we had I think it was Venus where we had this it was that Star Wars I don't know anyway it's, it's a very very similar idea so those chords run all the way from bars 51 to 53 
all the way to 60, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 65, 12 bar phrase there that just keeps going a bit crazier and crazier. And then at bar 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, bar 66, uh, all the way up to um, bar... 576 uh, is a repeat of, bar, of bars 53 to 56. It's a louder, it's a thicker texture, there's more woodwind instruments involved, so we've got the same ideas again. But just a louder kind of texture, and that harp keeps answering with the octaves that rise and rise. Um, um, yeah, at bar 70, sorry, so, um, bar 60, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sixty-seven to, sorry, 66 to 67, 68, and 69, that's, that's the repeat of that there in the woodwinds, and then, the, and then those chords get passed to the trumpet in bar 70, so the trumpet chords slightly different in that uh, so this this is now from bar 70 to 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 bar 70 to bar 77 it's the same idea but the chords are different we've now got this we've got uh, C minor B minor C minor D B but it's voiced actually hang on sorry these are four note chords so it should be uh, C minor B minor C minor D B, F, B, F, and then I think it's going to be a C. Hang on, let me just double check that. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yes, it is going to be a C. Um, and then F sharp minor over an A. C, F sharp minor over A, E flat. A minor over C, E flat, A minor over C, sorry, E flat again. So same idea, but we've now got uh, the incorporation of that C to F sharp, tritone, and the E flat, uh, sorry, the A minor over C to an E flat. So C to F sharp, A to E flat. Tritone movements. The devil's interval, as they say. Um, so yeah, that that that's the kind of and and the whole instrumentation of those bars, seventy to seventy-seven, is based around those chords. So it's very homophonic, very much in unison, um, sort of playing together, and then. At bar one two three four five six seven bar seventy seven, we've got um, that original motif of, but now most instruments are playing it apart from the trombones and the trumpets, and we now also have the addition of some bells that apparently are being played with metal strikers which creates a very harsh sound almost like the bell that would well, that one would ring if someone had died or 
you know you're expecting goods at at, at, a, at a ship dock point is it's it's very kind of a harsh sound it's a very cruel sound and then, and then of course combine that with the tritones you can hear on the recording you it, it feels like you, you you sort of want to clench your teeth together and turn the music off because it, it it doesn't sound very nice and and it's one of a couple of climaxes that this music reaches. Um, so there's that as well. In bars 79 to 80, we have a repeat of that C to F sharp minor over A. Ultimately finishing on an E flat in bar 81. And then a, another repeat of those tritones, and and that and that and that bell. Ta ta ta. ta. I mean, I can't do it, but <laughs> with my voice. But now that pattern actually continues all the way up to. Um, I'm just gonna have a little look here because I think. Yeah, all the way up to bar 94. And uh, during that time, uh, so I mean, the whole orchestra is very much homophonically playing all in unison as before, but we've now got the melody that we heard right at the start of the double basses, which is. just doesn't, doesn't fit, does it? Just very clashing and horrible, really. Um, so that, that melody actually appears in 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, and then about 87, uh, the trumpet has a little bit of a solo. Um, dun. And then, uh, in 88, 89, 90 to 91, the trumpets and trombones play a, well, they play two chords. The first chord is an E augmented to a B augmented sharp nine. Now, I'm calling these chords augmented, but the notes in them you know, there could be anything. <laughs> um, but anyway, I've written as an E augmented. Both augmented, both stretched, both sounding horrible. And that's sharp nine over a B augmented. It's a jazz chord, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> this isn't jazz. Sorry. That's uh, 89, 89, 90, 90 to 91. And uh, after this, the, the, the orchestra kind of dies down and um, the bells are still there, but it's dim it's, it's, it, they're diminishing. Um, so it's, it's, it's sort of all dying down after that climax, original climax heard with the um, sort of augmented chords and that melody of... The middle section is finished, thank God, because 
is probably the worst part <laughs> of 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 the um of the piece in my opinion but no matter god we're halfway there we're almost there my butt's getting itchy or rather my bottom is getting itchy so you must excuse me while i sort myself out <coughs> right in uh, bar 95 uh, what have we got? What have we got? We have got that melody of... In the violins. Six, seven, eight, and nine. We've got this. The bass trombone and tuba in bar six, seven, eight, nine, 80, 81 to 82 to 83 to 84, they are playing that melody of It's a very odd melody, isn't it really? If you can call it a melody, it's more of a phrase really, a motif. I mean, it works if you've got a G7 under it. you haven't. See, you've got these chords underneath it, which... Just this bloody horrible. Anyway, so 95 to 104, it's it's just that sort of um, two-note sort of melodies. Now then, from bar 105, you'll be thankful to hear it does get a lot sweeter. Obviously, if, you, if you've heard the music and know the music, you'll realize this, and you, you can hear this, but we now move away from that conglomeration, conglomeration of complete rubbish, and we somehow manage to end up in the key of E major. The strings are kind of sustaining that E sort of note, that E pedal. All the strings are doing it apart from the double, double basses, which the melody comes in at bar 6, 7, 108. And the harps are arpeggiating these, these really nice... And also, it does say harmonics. So they're not playing the strings exactly. They're, they're plucking the harmonics of the string, creating a higher pitched sounds sort of quite um, far away distant magical secrets uh, mysterious you can hear it. it 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 doesn't sound quite the way one would pluck a string any string normally it's a harmonic now then the melody uh, actually one six seven hundred and eight is this so bearing in mind right, we've got we've got this e kind of just e being held while the harps do their thing in 108, the melody goes as follows. It goes like... Now, bearing in mind, right, they're in E major. That melody. We're finishing on that D sharp, which is the major seventh of E major. So I would say because of the low register of the melody, the lower register of the melody, and how it finishes on that major seventh, there's lots of tension. It's unresolved and it's spooky, and also it contrasts with the lightness of the upper strings and the harp. You know, you've got you've got this all kind of it's 
you know, it's not that, but I'm just demonstrating. And then you've got this. It's a very dark undercurrent to what initially has appeared as a very light-hearted tonality. So it's 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 quite an effective way of reminding the listener that this is not that this is quite a somber piece as as much as things appear happy on the surface you know there is a, a darker undercurrent to what is going on just thought I'd, I'd mention that anyway so moving on we're now at bar 114 uh, it's the same idea again but we now have a presence in bar 116 of the note A sharp in the harps, which indicates a new key. In my, you can hear this on the recording, but the A sharp wants to resolve to the B. So I have written down that the new key we're in at bar 117 is B minor. And indeed, if you look at the woodwinds and the horns, they're playing. That idea initially heard all the way, if I can find it back, in bar thirty, in bars thirty to thirty-two. Very, very somber. Very, very chilling in a way. Sort of serves as a reminder, really. Um, and that carries on all the way up to 120, 121, 122. It's important to note the texture's really, really died down now. It's 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 very kind of light and and sort of imagine if you will a fairy garden, but one full of old fairies, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's it's quite a a stark contrast to what you know. Anyway, bar 125, we finish on an E7. So the melody actually, we, we, it, it, you know, it starts off um, in the clarinets and bassoons. In 117 to 119, then 120. I think actually it carries on, doesn't it? It does, yes. That's right, yeah, it does. Uh, in bar 124, we finish on an E7. From bars 125 onwards, all the way up to um, bar bars 100 and to bar 140, I would say, we're now based and round and living in this A minor tonality. At bar 125, uh, first thing I will say is that the bells make a comeback. Um, I've written here, church bells are foreboding. I've written that because even though, even, even though you sort of feel as if it's light and it's you know, happy and getting better and things are, you know, the sun's coming over the horizon at this point at time of the music. The presence of those bells still give a sense of darkness and foreboding and, and just doom and gloom. It's, it's, very, it's a very dull sound. It's horrible. It just makes you sort of 
I, 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 I'm putting it next to scratching your fingernails on a blackboard because it just sounds that bad. But anyway, 125 A minor. Uh, all the strings are playing in E, so we now have the same melody again, but it's now this in, in A minor. Unison again. Important to note that the flutes and the clarinets and the horns are interweaving with one another, so it's, it's not exactly, um, how can I put it, if you look on the score, which is obviously available on Patreon, uh, I'm sure you'll find me there at some point, um, you can see that the flutes are, that they're, they're not sort of playing bar by bar, they interweave and they, and they, and they interlock with, with different bars, so that they're never playing at the exact same point in time that they started on, if that makes sense. So, I mean, it's the first bar here at bar 125. It starts in the first bar, but then the exact same phrase begins on the last beat of the bar. So it it, 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 it kind of just creates this fabric. I've said that word so many times, but the fabric of A minor for that melody to... stand out as it were oh, gas sorry about that 128 we finish back on that a again and then 129 we have this finishing on a g in bar 131 uh, again just a bit the same kind of stuff going on above it. it's just this kind of interweaving of of diatonic and sort of diatonic harmonies, um, you know, not not moving in and around of that. 134, so from bar 132 to 137, there's no melody. It's just it's just the just the um, upper woodwinds and the harps just creating this lovely flowing pattern, fabric, um, collage, that's a good word, we use the word collage from now on. Uh, anyway, in a bar 138, uh, we make a return um, to A minor, which is this. Now then, this is where it gets interesting, right? We're, we're coming towards the ending now, and I, I love this ending, right? So, it's fantastic. I'm going to say this now. The note B is the minor second of A minor, right? One, two, right? B is the major seven of C major. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. C, D, E, F, G, A, B. Bear that in mind, right? So at bar 138, you've got this A, B. Hang on, I'm just going to double check that. Bar 140. Uh, yes. A, whoops, hang on. Yeah, finishes on A at bar 140. Now then, bar 141, we stop this completely, right? And what we've got, I mean, the, the harmony in bar 141 is an F major 7 over an E.
melodies in the strings. So the melody, the, mel the melody, the, the, the melody does this. It, it, it goes like this. Sorry, it's up here though. So it's F major seven over an E is the, is the complete chord. And then in bar 143, on that A, the chord is now a C major 6. The A is in the violins all the way up here, right? Before we go on, F major to C to C major is a plagal cadence, 4 to 1. all the time church music but in this context it's fantastic given the scale of it given the scale of the size of the orchestra and just the phenomenal power behind that behind that cadence so yeah c major six that thing happens again in bar 145 the chord again is an F major seven over an E, but it's much lower. So the the register of the of of, of each instrument, what they're playing, they're playing a lot lower. So it's it's it, it's a much thicker and darker sound. So again, F major seven E, C in the bass of the violin. Sorry, C in the melody uh, in the violins. Now check this out, right? So the E stays there. And then all the way at the top. So instead of finishing on the A now, we now finish on I might actually have some strings here which I can which I can demonstrate. So if we sort of go F major seven over E, right? That B is the major seventh, which in and of itself is actually a um, it's 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 a very kind of um, tense interval. It's not resolved. It's it's full of suspense. So in a way, we're still not exactly finished as such. We've still got this kind of E and B, but the major seven is a fantastic sound. So initially, first we finished on. Second time. Beautiful. C major 6 to a C major 7. Absolutely fantastic. And just, uh, just as, as a kind of... So yeah, what I've written here, finishing on a major 7th still leaves the impression of unfinished business. So, it, you know, we could go... And that's finished, right? But Hulse obviously works in different ways to us, and he's decided to go... which I just, I absolutely love. I mean, if it, uh, you can hear on the recordings well, but 
the power of that is just phenomenal. And the flutes, so what they are doing, uh, what, I mean, the thing is, this, this C major 7 lasts for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 bars, right? So it's a heck of a long time. It's about 35 seconds long. So, I mean, and, and the thing is, also, it does fade out. But the flutes for those nine bars, uh, it, it's it's um, living in C major, and what it does is it does. Uh, hang on, if I get this right, E G C, E B G G B. Yeah, nice. Hang on, so yeah. So it's just it's moving from a, from a C major. Sorry. To a C major seven. Do 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 do. Oh, hang on. Yeah. So that for those nine bars. It's just fluttering away at the top there, just gently fading out. Sorry. That B is just, ah, so emotional. That major seventh and that plagal cadence. Beautiful. Very nice. And actually, Again, rather than finishing on, on the tonic C in the double basses, uh, it actually moves up. To, it actually moves up, so it arpeggiates up. So it actually ends up finishing over a G, which is a bit odd. Well, certainly in bar seven, eight, nine, fifty-one. In bar one, five, four, in bar one fifty-two. It finishes on a G and then fades out. So it, it still finishes on, on a C, but an inversion of it, so to speak. So, um, yeah, very, very um, beautiful and moving. And also, as a final thing, the bells make a final appearance. 7, 8, 9, 50, 1, 2, 3, bar 153. A single, solitary bell adds a sense of finality. And after that, it just gently fades out. Much like I am going to do and slip into bed, because I'm that knackered from recording this. <sighs> and we're done. We are done. I mean, to sum it up, like I said, I only listened to it fully about a week ago but i loved it i love the ending that that's that's the bit that always gets me is that i i, I love a plagal cadence particularly when it finishes on the major seventh you know and um let's just forget about the middle section which was a bit noisy a bit crazy obviously you can hear it in the recording but it does display the character of Saturn very well. It's old, cantankerous, moody, but also some flashes of light in there, some flashes of love, of peace, of gentleness, sorrow as well, some somber feelings, sombriety, that's not the word, a, a, a somber mood, a somber character, um, empty, 
not nervous, but sort of don't badger me. Um, yeah, much like my grandfather was, if he were still alive today, bless him. Anyway, that is me. That's finished. Um, I hope you enjoyed and, and understood what I've said. It's it's quite hard to follow, but like I said, the sheet, the sheet music for this episode can be found on Patreon. So if you'd like to go over there, please do. Right. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Jack. This has been the Classical Corner, episode number six, I think it is. Obviously, next week we'll be we'll be um, looking at finishing off, well, getting closer, finishing off the planets with we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be um, looking at Uranus or Uranus, I should say, not Uranus. I don't want to look there, um, but yeah, uh, that is what we'll be we'll be, we'll be doing. Um, so yes, thank you very much. I'll play a little thing to send you all off to bed. And uh, see you next Sunday. Right. Take care. Reminiscent of Mars there. Right, I'm off. See you later.